Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 194 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. And it finally happened. The chickens finally came home to roost. <laughs> the chickens finally came home to roost. Finally, my Twitter self got me into a a bind, a bunch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I got dumped by a dude today. You ever been dumped by a dude? Uh, yes. Not not online. No. <laughs> you in, really in real life? Yeah. You got dumped in, in real life by a dude? Yeah. You know, uh, I don't want to. I, I know you got something to say, but just oh quickly, no, we got time. <laughs> I, I, I had several times. I've had friends who uh, who have uh, went down that that other fork in the road, and, and mm-hmm. later in life, you know, we became friendly again, and and uh, told me like, hey, there was just a lot of times, and a lot, I just I was just tired of hearing. Like it was like, enough. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> no matter what you. I said, no what it what I did, you were standing there like you were, you know, judge, jury, and executioner on every topic, and mm-hmm. like I just was tired of hearing about it. So like I, they couldn't even talk to me about like run run a scenario by me without getting. A lot of people yeah. want, they want their opinion validated, and so when they ask you a question, they a lot of times they won't say like, hey. Cubs or Sox? What's your opinion? What they'll do is they'll say they'll give you a long list of why they hate the Cubs or why they like the Sox or the or the the other, mm. and then go, "Who are you a fan of?" And they're setting you up to keep them comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not that guy, so that has cost me. Uh, the short answer to your question is yes. Yeah. I've lost a lot of friends this way. Oh, you've lost Always a lot of friends this way. Yeah, not online though. In real life. From real life, though, mm-hmm. see that's tough. But that's but, tough but no love. one's n- there's never been. I don't know that there's ever been somebody that's like, hey, that's it, we're done, fuck off. It's yeah. it's so subtle. Newman, from now on, you can miss all my birthdays because we're through. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't anything. Like, it w- <laughs> was. It's always just that slow. Maybe he won't notice that I'm not hanging out as much. Maybe he won't notice. And I'm not asking for anybody to feel sorry for me. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, but it's people, funny that they were like your real life persona. See, my real life <laughs> persona has never got me dumped by a dude, but mm. my online persona is uh oh, dude, it's like the book of Exodus. It's, it's a mass, <laughs> it's a mass uh, so Exodus. Well, uh, I <laughs> basically uh because the culture and society is as brutal and and divided as it is. I have said before, like, I feel like I have no home. I have no place. So Twitter is a uh, digital dumpster where people go to throw their opinions in that dumpster. Has your but opinion you have to changed th- on Twitter? What do you mean? Because, like, a couple weeks ago I was talking about, like, I was off Twitter. I hate Twitter. Don't like it. Don't enjoy mm. it. And you're like, oh, Twitter's the best one. Twitter's I like don't. The- like it but it's like like heroin like like i know it's bad for me but it's the one i like Mm. you know what i'm saying like i don't like uppers 
I like downers. Uppers is Facebook. It's like, hey, look at these monkeys in a barrel, you know. Um, look at uh, this, like, useful recipes. No, I like Twitter where it's like, um, you know, people go on and they go, like, you, you look at what's trending and you go, oh, uh, Kanye did something. You just roast him for an hour. Like, Twitter's a, a dumpster, but but it's my dumpster. Like, I like it there. Well, difference being that you can hide behind a fake persona, whereas I Facebook, it's a lot know. harder to do so. Most people on Facebook are friends with their... You, 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 nobody fills their Facebook with all strangers. Twitter is like this <laughs> so, show. It's like a slightly amped up version of what you... You know what I mean? Well, like, you, I don't say stuff on the show I don't mean, but I certainly it's... You started I'm going to double down. You started your Twitter account when you got on this podcast. Correct. For the podcast. Yeah. So when you started your Twitter account beside your brother, Nate, probably, and me, and maybe Nick, the guy who was on I think the podcast Nate got, before. I think that got Nate to get on, so okay. it was just me. So so just you and me, <laughs> Yeah. Um, your entire profile, anybody that was added, were people that you just knew from the podcast. You know, Correct. So that's what I'm saying is that that's why it's a lot easier to be that way because you're building your persona. Yeah, uh, on Facebook, every your your whole profile is filled with people who Twitter is is hey ancillarily. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. So, essentially, what happened? And is, I did say ancillarily. So I just went, you said ancillary. Yeah, ancillarily. Whoa. Yeah. Nice I, I suffix. Think, yeah, I don't think that's. <laughs> I, nice. don't know, I don't think that's real. I, but, I'm a big fan of it. All right. Uh, so what happened was since Twitter is a dumpster that I can't avoid or choose not to avoid, uh, I have slowly i don't know that i've moved but i feel like everyone i feel like everyone's moved around me everyone's gone either left or right of me so what happens is you just end up and i'm not like making myself the hero of this story but i am the one telling it so it's the way i see it uh, everyone has sort of that i've met on twitter it's very rarely people that i met after there's only a couple of people that I met like um that I already knew but everybody's either gone far left of me or far right of me so what happens is that makes you the uh that makes you the you don't have a home I don't know like I said I don't have sure. a tribe I don't have a home so I get bothered by everything because nothing really seems close to what I agree with so mm. I can't like talk about cookie recipes because everybody seems a little bit left or right of me so for fun I say provocative provocative I poke. I poke because it's like, you know, it's like laugh because you don't want to cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, think I, I joke. I say a lot of things in jest. Uh, a lot of times I do mean these things. I just mean them extra because it's Twitter. Mm. I assume people that cry about, uh, I assume people that that uh, either cry about Trump or call people libtards or something. I assume they're a slightly amped up version of themselves too. I would hope. Good God, I would hope. Otherwise, <laughs> it's insane. So, it's, Essentially, somebody that I met post-show, post-Twitter persona, but met in real life and got along with, I don't want to say his name in case he cares, um, got along with pretty well. He's a good dude. He's, you know, I like the guy. But online, it just wasn't, we were, apparently I was really bothering him for a long, long time. And in real life, you don't want to say like, hey, you're a real dickhead, like on Twitter, do you want to say it? And so uh, he made a vague Quote, a vague tweet about some people say things and blah, blah blah and you have to understand that what you say on Twitter is who you what you what you say is who you are and I'm not saying he was even wrong you know what I mean but like but I was just like am I a narcissist or is this dude talking about me you know what I'm saying I would I don't know if we'll get feedback or not I love getting feedback from the show 
But have you ever heard somebody online say something that's like, you you know how people do like these vague things online? They'll be like, ooh, I just want to kill somebody right now. And then everybody comments and goes, what's wrong? What's wrong? Mm-hmm. What happened? Like you're, th- you're asking for mm-hmm. it, right? Well, it was like one of those. I was like, do I ignore it or it might be a narcissist or is it? So I just hit the dude up and I was like, hey. Uh, no, you person to person, like a DM or like a text. Cause yeah, okay. no, I mean he was not, but it wasn't on Twitter. Too you weren't saying this. No. In, yeah. It was okay. not publicly. I think, I don't know. I think I did both. I don't know. But I was just like, Hey, am I being big headed or are you talking shit like about me or whatever? He's like, yeah, I kind of was talking shit about you. And he owned up. Not, and not about people like you, but this like you personally, like you personally are not a good person or you're a person i don't want to hear say things right <laughs> and so i was like uh here's the thing though it's like not i've had that many times with many people where it's like dude we can go grab a beer and watch a game but i shouldn't know every thought you have and i shouldn't know every thought you have about other people's thoughts and i shouldn't know every thought that you have about someone else's opinion on a celebrity or a politician. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Like, me and my wife never talk politics. R- rarely. Rarely talk. And if we did, oh my God, we'd be Dunsville years ago. Because it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, there's a bunch of stuff with your wife or husband or whatever that you don't. I stopped talking politics with my wife after she her first election she was able to vote in. She voted for Al Gore because she said if if, if somebody was going to preempt her television and she had to stare at him for an hour, she'd rather be Al Gore than George Bush. So just based on yeah. physical appearance, that's how she voted. But you were able to get over that because you're like, this is my wife and I love her and I'm not going to let that. But, I just but so, so I decided we weren't talking politics. Right, sure. but you were able to get over it. And so like on Twitter, you don't have that. Right. So, uh, yeah. So basically he was like, yeah, I didn't like that. And, you know, like I don't And I was like, oh, okay. Uh yeah, that makes sense. And so what you're not going to go what you would do in a normal relationship. You're not going to go, baby, I'm sorry. I take it back. It's like, I don't take it back. I do mean that shit. Uh, and I don't mean it like I'm not angry. But but yeah, like that stuff was funny to me. And next week I'll tweet more shit that'll probably still be funny to me. Might still be offensive to you. But here's the problem. I got it coming from both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was, was telling you a little bit off mic earlier is people on the left go, what what a, what a misogynistic brute caveman this guy is. And if you're coming from that vantage point, yeah, compared to you, I am. Compared to you, I'm dragging women to the campfire and being like, cook me as, you know, kill that raptor and make me a, stay bo- uh, a T-bone. And compared to people on the right, it's like, why aren't you back in Trump, you libtard pussy? You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't win. Well, now but, you- but this was the first time I got dumped for it. And so, uh, I, I don't know. Like, Okay, here's the thing. When you get to when you get dumped by a chick, you rebound, right? Mm-hmm. You rebound. You're like, you know what? I'm, it's never happened, but I'm, I'm, yeah. but if you but if you got dumped by, just say you did. Like, say hypothetically, you weren't as you know right. un- unbreakable as <laughs> say you weren't as as it was possible. Right. Let's live in a world where someone wouldn't want you around. Uh, it wasn't your friend. <laughs> so, but like. You might bounce back or a girl might bounce back and be like, well, I'm going to get some rebound tail, you know? Mm. So do I now what would make sense if, if, if all things considered, like then I go on Twitter and I got to glom onto somebody else now and be like, Hey, like I got to start like DMing them and be like, we're buddies. 
I got to get a new Twitter best friend. Or uh, you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, do you go out and find? A, I got to stop the pain. Is what I'm saying. Do you go? Do you go the other way and find like a super machismo, you know, CrossFit style, flat top, having? Are we talking about a gym bunny? Sunglasses flipped over on the back of his neck, dude. Oh, since or I do offended... you find an even a, a guy that 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 is even more left who maybe oh, you know, breastfeeds okay, his children. Just saying, yeah. Like, how do you? You what, know what? If if on I, the rebound, what do you do? If I that? was like, <laughs> if I was like scarred, if I was like hurt, if I was like, you'll see, you'll get yours. Then you're supposed I w- to find one that looks just like him, and, 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 and you know, looks- and you know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I got a Twitter bang dude. <laughs> so yeah, so. Well, if 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 I make more Twitter friends on the right, then it, it'd be like I told you. See, I told you mm-hmm. you were those things I thought you were. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but then if but I you're, but you're muted, so it really isn't going to matter. Yeah, you've fallen into a dark hole, into a chasm. But I it's feel like, like Black the fact Mirror. That like is, I don't exist. Like you delete me in real life. You know he can't stay away. So even if he's not, he's going <laughs> to have to keep looking. That. He's going to have to keep looking. It's, he's telling you. Yeah. I've had to keep muting you and unmuting you to see if you're still. I look at people as that annoying ups- as I thought you were. People yesterday. online that upset me, I look at ten to one more than people that don't upset me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like someone that that their tweets bother you, I look at those way more. You, you because it's like you want to like say like I was right about that dude or or, or good I was wrong. I immediately. Uh, that's my favorite thing to do on Twitter, and I don't do it to people that I know or people that are like real in real life. Only like celebrities and politicians, and you know, people from that write for BuzzFeed or uh, Huffington Post or Fox News or any of these people. I just immediately block. Uh, I just block them off of Twitter completely, so they they don't exist in my world. P- things that people say about them and people and things that they say, but this, they don't is, exist. this is not just the digital world. And I never go back. So What's, my my digital world it gets smaller and smaller. What every if day. what if I just what if I'm deleted and blocked or whatever? But then I just call him up and I'm like, hey man, like act like nothing happened. Like let's still be real life friends, right? Because that's okay. I'm not mad at him personally. He's a good guy. I mean, you could do that. Yeah. I just don't. I I feel like. And then we'll like go out to dinner. Or we'll like go to no. We'll, <laughs> is that. Yeah, I don't think I you're can't fu- say that's I don't too gay because that's even more offensive. So like we'll go to lunch at Grindhouse. That's nah, still okay. So like we'll go to lunch and then like. And then he'll be like, hey, speaking of the Twitter thing, and I'm like, shh, no, no. Like, I'll put my finger, finger, <laughs> finger on his lips, and I'm like, not not yet. It's still, the the pain is... I feel like your your Twitter persona uh, is pretty much like your real-life persona, but like you said, magnified. So you don't think, like, because I'm a little more, like... Um, I think that... The, I'm a little more antagonistic on Twitter, for sure, right? Oh, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah. Because, again, everybody has that, like, I'm behind a keyboard, and I'm looking to just... Have something, something so, but then to that, laugh at. But then, but that, I still think that that person attributes. I do. It's got to come from I, somewhere. I, I, yeah, I look at everything you you post, and, and I'm like, this. You know, you tend to irritate me when you're snarky or when you're just like. I'm a that's super. Just what I do though. Super. Yeah, I know. And I'm yeah. so I'm saying like, but I, I'm able. <laughs> I'm able to get over it. You you're know, able I, to go I, I get past it, but I go like this guy's being a jagoff for the sake of being a jagoff, right? Uh, and I know it. And so you can deny saying... it all you want, but I know when you're doing it, and I, <laughs> so I just do it back in so a different way. Someone can be a jagoff on Twitter for the sake of being a jagoff. That doesn't make them a jagoff. 
If I mean, but you might be the kind of person that goes like, I really don't have the time and energy to 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 have that kind of person in my life, and good for them if that's the case. But most of us aren't that. That's how I took yeah, it. Yeah, mo- most of us aren't that. Uh, that's why eyebrow. I say. That's why I say dumped because I'm not like I'm not like how could you? I'm like I get it. You know, like hey, yeah. There's probably somebody better for him. Yeah, I'm like there's other grasshoppers in the weeds, and I don't know. So, uh, but but this is. This is a weird thing that I wrote this down on on Twitter, uh, or I wrote this down on my like notebook thing weeks ago, but I never had like a a spot to bring it up because it's boring. But like, how much do you, how much do you put someone's online personality? How much of that do you attach to that real person? How much should you let it bother you? Like, say you hang out with somebody and it's dude, it's all good. Like you guys go to the movies, you hang out, you barbecue. Then you look online, you're like, what? Who is this asshole? Like, I think that how, can you separate it? Should you separate it? You know, uh, I would say ninety five percent of the people that you communicate with online, you don't communicate with in real life. So it's easy to block those people out. Like, mm. like me and you, when I finally see, I hate to when, think when it's I that see high. you, when I see you, well, I mean, think about it. How many people are you friends with on Facebook? Yeah, dude, seven hundred, three hundred. Let's just say three hundred. How many do you actually talk to on a, on a, on a regular basis? Five. My mom's not even on Facebook. Yeah, so so just by virtue <laughs> of, of, of math, which I'm not good at, mm. um, I would say that a, a lot of people and, – and, and that's on Facebook. On Twitter, you don't even really know 90 95% of the people that's where we with. come into your life. We make meetups and greetups. But when, when, when I see you once a week or whatever um, – there's a lot of times where we'll argue back and forth on Twitter and, and, and we're both clearly annoyed at one another, but almost never do we, when we sit down, do we even bring it up? No. There's been times where we've argued the day of a podcast. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I, 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 <laughs> can then, you, well, can you imagine if we didn't sit down and do this? I would be like, fucking Dave, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? You wouldn't know what, yeah. But 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 I think you, you know You might have dumped me too. This might have been my second dumping. <laughs> you, you, you know as well as I do that... Um, by a dude. It, it it all comes down to to what time it, just with anybody else, man. What I'm dealing with during the day, what I'm irritated by. You may say something that just just pisses me off, and I throw something back out there, and then it just it just starts a whole. It's back all personal and forth. Nobody, baggage, though. It's all personal baggage. You project shit onto another person. As soon as they you say just something, be on Instagram, where it's just you just put pictures up, man. I, there, there's no negativity on Instagram because you're taking pictures of your socks. So what? Because I'm just like I don't know. Read why. the story. It was, was accompanied by it was way okay, too long, well. dude. Well, I just see socks. It's and definitely I was like, more than I was 150 like, so- characters. Look, I'm like those socks. Whatever are, it is, I'm not against those socks, but I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to delve into it a little bit, but but that's not always the case. So yeah, uh, that's why I choose that medium, which I've said before. It's just so, like I, I find Twitter just to be so soul sucking. It's been a good it's week not- though. I had dude, I had a bad couple weeks. I was down, but it's been a good week. It's, this week's been beating me up, but for some reason I'm able You're on to, vacation. I'm yeah, I'm able to just like take it on the chin. It's cool. I went and saw Kojak at Franklin House. Mm-hmm. It's great. It was awesome. Uh, it was an all hip hop. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about that. It was an like, all hip hop bill. Yeah. Which was. And Franklin House, uh, just, just so you can uh, describe it for people who don't know what it is. It was like a, a college bar, bar dude. I, yeah. I, which I was not. Valpo University is like one college bar. Oh, right? okay. Well, well, like then, the, the main, yeah. like, young people, cool, like. No. I guess it was like DIY pop. Yeah, I certainly like, felt like an older dude there. 
Yeah. It's Even just if I don't campus, look that old, but but damn, man. Like, I I'm mean, aware. Well, my whole point was, is like the whole downtown Valpo, there's tons of bars, but this is like mm. the one where like bands perform at. And it's like a, it's yeah. like a little like a, like dive bar-ish, but it's got like a cool. No, it's like, cool. It's a great place. But, but Physically, I'm saying. It's kind yeah. of like a little bit more run down. I think it's one of the oldest structures, if I'm not mistaken. Not but familiar any, with anyway, the area at anyway. all. That What you're saying sounds right. I'm not familiar with the area. but I, I know mean, a lot of performances go on. I know around. like um, other bands that I enjoy have played shows there, and I've never made it there. I've, I've just always never, heard like... never been to a hip-hop show of any kind. I know. Uh, you either? I've been to, yeah. I mean, I've seen like Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg and... But like where? But like like a loser or something like, like that? Like big, like not like underground... No, but all right. So tell me about it. But what was weird is it was two other, two or three other people that opened up before Kojak, and they were all good and fine. One of them was like, um, like comedy, like funny. Uh, like I guess I can only tell that because he kept doing that dance that they do on Fortnite, not the floss, but the one where you kick your foot out and like do a hammer elbow. Uh-huh. He kept doing that. That thing. was the comedy part of it, or the lyrics were funny. Well, here's the thing, dude. When any live rap that I've really seen uh most live rap that i've seen i should say rap is all about the bars and the lyrics and what you're saying right and live i can't i, I don't know anyone saying ever i just hear i don't dude i don't know so it's like i see this dude jumping around like a wild banshee and he's supposed to be saying funny and i'm sure like, if I'm watching it on YouTube and he's like, like, okay, if they were up there going like, I'm on a boat, bitch, I'm mm. on a boat trick. Like, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, whether I like it or not, like, I, I get it. He's, he's on doing, a boat. He's on a boat. And he's saying, right. but here you just hear, boop, 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 Like, you, it's like hearing a comedian, but his mic's overmodulated and there's bass behind him. Like, you, you can't catch the, the bars and the lines. Do you think that's because there was a no sound check or the sound system was bad? I or... just don't think hip hop translates well in a live scenario unless the sound is just right, right. dude they have I mean, a million dollar sound system well like, no because i mean they do underground well i'm not, talking about like an ice no, cube but... or like you know where we're like nobody wants to go see ice cube and pay like you know justin timberlake money watch and then just hear just a overmodulated microphone no there. they don't but like watch any youtube video of underground rap battle and it's like unless it's really well done you don't know what he was saying you can't tell. I don't even know what they're saying when it's really well Dude, done. When it's, when I hear the words, but I don't even understand. Like they rhyme the 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 weirdest words. And I, the, I had to listen to Eminem's Kamikaze like thirty times to get half the lines, and that's produced in headphones right. in my ear. So that was my issue with live hip hop. Is I respect anybody who goes up on stage in front of a crowd and is willing to just go up there and spit bars and do hip hop like. The balls it takes to do that, I I go I I you know is what, that more I, or less balls than to perform in a live band? Same less. Band. Oh, oh no, more. I'm sorry, okay. more, more, more. Sorry. Uh, live band, you can look down at your shoes while you can play guitar. You can turn around and look at your drummer. You can do sassy shit. You can there's there's, there's go over tr- by your your amp when you're and pretend like yeah, you're dialing you can, in knobs. You can toggle <laughs> switches. You can modulate yeah. things. Um. You have a bass player, drummer. You have people to share this experience with, and you can look at them if it's mm. the show's going horrible. You can go, "Holy shit, look at the crowd!" Rappers just gotta. They, who are they gonna look at? The DJ, right. right? Which they do sometimes. But that was my issue: is I couldn't hear anything anybody was saying. That now, being did this said, they have a DJ, or did they just put like an iPod on? There was a couple. There was two, like two dudes from Olden Park or something who 
Their beats were cool, and they seemed to have hooks. I just but couldn't they, really tell. They had that. a DJ, though. Maybe if I was right up front, I could have. They yeah, had they a, had a DJ. Okay, yeah. so like I said, I didn't know if, like, nowadays you could go there, like... Uh, I remember seeing Jesus and Mary Chain, who's definitely not a rap group, but Ooh. they have a drum machine. And so they just kick yeah. on the drum. They got, like, a foot pedal with a drum machine. It's two guys. Yes. You know what I mean? So I didn't know if too. that was the same thing where... You know, you could just kick on a... Uh, there was a dude, like, doing the, the DJ stuff, and there was... For both acts... Does he scratch and stuff? Didn't seem to be. Okay. Seemed to be more like push and play. But <laughs> okay. I mean, like, in a more So it's, it's, like, it's, it's like the, the younger cousin that they're like, you're going to put him into band, too. Well... So he, there's already a guy that's going, yeah, yeah, whoop, whoop. So yeah. he can't be that guy. Yeah, if you got Dr. Drizza, he's a hell yeah. <laughs> well, both acts seem to have a dude doing the DJ thing, and then two guys, you know... Spitting hot fire hot. Two guys lava holding bars. their genitals. I mean, just absolutely spitting fire. Not but, the, uh, but their own. Not but they were good. They were fine. Um I just like I said, like if I had got a copy of it, I bet I'd be like I would think much more of a produced version of it. You know. That being said, but then Kojak got on. He's got a live band. He's got two guitars, bass player. He had uh I think her name is Nina. He had a girl that sings with him, like back up and does some hooks and stuff and a drummer. Just dude just killed it. Kojak is the real I mean he's doing something totally different. The fucking real this dude. My brother Nate went with me uh at Hey My Nate on Twitter and he kept saying like, Oh, it's like fusion or whatever, which I guess it's just a you know like a term for like you're you know mixing fusing two things together, but like it was like rock and rap together. But it wasn't. It's not really rock rap. Like he does hip hop, but then there's just a hook with live right. live music. But dude, he he was great. I mean, he's always great every time I see him. But just absolutely killed it. It was a great show. And I met Matt Morris from Weird Time Recorded. Second week in a row, I forgot to bring you the koozie he gave me. <laughs> I have it. It's in my underwear. Well, it's mean, in my underwear drawer. He kept it from me for like three months. So, I mean, so I, I got it. And it's going to be another three months before I get it to you. And it's going to have your underwear. But super nice guy. Super tall. Super yeah. big fella. Yeah, I don't mean Bigger big, than like, Kojak? I think him and Kojak are close to this. He's, I think, yeah. I think he's a little bit taller than Kojak. Ko- I don't know if he's like six, two or something. I don't even know yeah, if he's that. I don't, I mean, Kojak's pretty I mean, tall. Average is what? Five, five, I thought the five, same six? thing when I saw Kojak. I was like, damn, this is a big dude. But then it's funny because Kojak has been on A Weird Time Recorded a couple times. And uh, I saw Matt and I thought it was him. But it's just, like, I don't know how to like this. Like, hey, man, what's up? I do a podcast. Too. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, once there's an intro, I'm, I'm good. But I'm not good at intros. So Kojak was uh, introduced us and... Uh, and it was really nice to meet him. It's funny because he introduced us. So it's two dudes that are like 6'2", at least 6'3", plus my brother Nate. So I felt like I was about to get jumped. I felt like I was like a... Uh, uh, I felt like I was a karate kid. Like if they had skeleton bone <laughs> costumes on, they would have chased me out the back and thrown me in the dumpster and kicked my ass. But no, it was really nice to meet him, man. It was great. He was he was a funny dude. He Dude, he owned the bar, man. Yeah. I, guess, I don't know if he's like... Because he, I think he lives pretty close out there or something. But... Like, I was a dude hanging out by the wall. I don't really know. Like, I don't really know anybody. I'm just there to see Kojak. But he was like, uh, he seemed like local celebrity status. Like, just the bartenders knew him. Just everybody knew him. The guys from this podcast is garbage. Mm-hmm. So they were there too. But I guess they're not, I don't know if they're, they're not doing a podcast. I'm not sure. But he said they weren't. So I didn't like, so I didn't introduce myself because again, I'm bad at introductions. But great show, man. It was awesome. Good time. And uh, and and I'm turning things around this week. I got dumped, but I am on upswing. 
I have, uh, let me ask you this. Um, I was watching the other night I stayed up, <laughs> you know, like I, I'm a huge boxing fan. Obviously I talk about it all the time, but I, I, I like men's boxing, women's boxing, boxing's boxing. You like women's boxing? boxing? All boxing. Do you really? So Katie Taylor, who is currently the, uh, the women's champion, um, I think 140, she was fighting, I want to say she was fighting in Boston, okay? This was last Saturday, I believe. But the fight wasn't going to be on. It was like at Sky Sports because the, the fight card will like moved between countries or whatever. So she was part of this fight card, and I think her fight was supposed to be on at like 1 in the morning. Oof. So I'm like, I'm going to take a nap, and I'm going to stay up and watch this fight because wow. she's awesome. Like, you know, you remember, what's that movie? You couldn't the, just catch it after the fact somehow? Um, you know what? Because I, I'm... I'm prone like everybody else to flip on my phone. And the first thing is, you know, I follow so many boxing uh, pages. You're going to see it. So that's uh, pretty hardcore. She was fighting one of the Serrano sisters here in, uh, in Boston. So I wanted to see the fight. There was a lot of buildup for it and everything. And and she's, she, I was like, what's that movie? Million dollar baby. Mm -hmm. She's like the real life. Magushma or whatever. Really? You know, know, uh, like her mom's trailer park trash. No. But I mean, just the fighting, the, the fighting part of it. She's she's really uh, awesome to watch, and uh, she's super humble, like okay. one of the most humble people, real shy. So don't give and, her a stool at all. And, and one of the things I ended up uh, not being able to find the fight anyway, and uh, I, I ended up going to sleep, and then I woke up and I found out that I think people were waiting up to like three in the morning, and it was like, Oof. so I, I don't I don't know. Would what, you have to like fire? And when I had the fire, I have a fire stick, and I was like, I don't know how to find it out. You know, yeah. I, I ended up watching. I started watching Making a Murderer, and then I was like, well, I can't <laughs> find it, so whatever. Now you're anyway, convinced. I, I did I did uh, see the results of the fight. Didn't get to see any of the fight because uh, like right away on YouTube, I think if they put stuff up, people take it right down. So you have to wait like a week or or get it right away. But anyway, one of the fun things I found interesting and and kind of uh, m- neither myself or you are really going to be able to speak intelligibly on this, but this person very humble. She's getting taped up. She's back in the in the uh, in the green room, uh, getting ready for the fight mentally. Hitting some focus pads, and in comes Conor McGregor. Okay, so Conor McGregor's—he's he, being followed down the hallway by fifty cameras, and you know he's wearing a you know ten thousand dollars suit, and you know he's he's winking at people and doing his. Stupid, he's wearing a suit suit or a sweatsuit? No, like a suit. Like oh, a, yeah, like a like a legit. He always wears like a real nice suit suit. Well, he also he wears, wears like, like fancy weird like sweatsuits yeah, tight, no. with tigers on them and stuff. No, he was wearing like a real like nice suit. He's certainly well dressed. So he comes back in the dressing room and it, it didn't seem like they knew each other. Like I, I really don't know. I mean, they're both from, from Ireland, so there's that. But like I, I got the impression that they, they had not met before just from their interaction. And like I said, she's super shy and she's sitting there and she's getting in the headspace and, and he comes up and he's... You know, obviously, he, 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 all the attention's on him. Any idea how, how far prior, like, to the fight this is? Oh, within an hour, I would say. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, she's back there getting her hands taped. It's not, just, so she's it's not, not like, just fight day. This is... No, this is fight night in the locker room getting ready to, to, to head out there. So, like, let's say maybe at the most hour and a half. You would say, this is fair to say this is her time. Yes. I, so, so 
this is where I'm going with this. So he comes in there, and all the cameras are on them, and and all of all of her people are super excited to meet him. He's Conor McGregor, and they're like, "Wow, it's Conor McGregor!" So they sort of shift yeah. their attention and energy to him, and he's, you know, people are like shaking his hand and maybe taking quick photos with their phones or whatever. And he goes over to her and he's like, "Hey, you know, you're doing this. This is for Ireland. I come all the way here to see you, and I'm back," and, which is super super cool. I mean, yeah. totally awesome. Yeah, it is. I mean, and then he leaves his fast. The timing is suspect. But he leaves as fast as he came in. The tail of his jacket, you know, flips up, and he turns. And he's, and he's now he's holding a, he's holding a belt. He's holding his boxing belt that he had from way back in the day because he lost his UFC belt, so he doesn't have anymore. His so boxing he, belt from like like yeah, from oh, back like from like twelve or something. Yeah, like back when he was a boxer. So it's like <laughs> okay. A, yeah. So he takes a picture with her, what? and then he he jets, and he's all like, right. "All right, hey, good luck to you." Maybe he's I'm helping. Here, Maybe he respect. has a promotion thing with her. He gets in, and he gets out. Well, no, because this was like. This was like guerrilla footage. It wasn't like the like Sky Sports Net like having their people back. But I mean, maybe her people reached out to him and said, "Hey, is this a quick shot?" It is, but but I'm just telling you, just from watching it, and you could see it online. It just seemed like she was just like, "Oh my God, it's Conor McGregor. That's kind of cool." But I'm like super shy, and I really don't know how. Like, what am I supposed to do in this situation? Like, I don't know what I'm even like. It wasn't like a pre like where. If she knew he was coming, she's like, hey, Connor. Like, you know what I mean? It, it just felt very odd. It looked like a first meeting. But So let me take you back, though. Prior to him coming in, uh, Mickey Ward comes in. Now, Mickey this, Ward. This I heard about. Mickey Ward, uh, you know, just a, especially in Boston, just a, a hero in Boston. I would say outside of Boston, not much of a hero. But in Boston, definitely Oh, he's hero. an American hero. Not really. So so the, the movie made about him, obviously, centered around this this uh you know his his rise uh, in the beginning but but then the like his most uh yeah but his his most prominent fights were against uh, Gotti. Arturo Gotti so which wasn't even seen in the, you know it wasn't even part of the movie there was certainly part so the, the movie was more about yeah but i'm saying without a doubt some of the best at least Mickey uh number 1 Ward, Ward Gotti won yeah, one. yeah definitely awesome the rest and fell then, off pretty <laughs> They're wars, no Freeze. doubt. And you want to see two guys punch Deep the shit right. out of each other. All three fights are great, but nothing was as back and forth as the first, which Mickey Ward won. With that being said, he comes in, and he's super humble. He comes in really low-key, quiet. Hey, how you doing? And she's like, oh, hey, Mickey, you know, and she recognizes him, and he just goes, hey, I'm here for to support you and, and uh, all good things, and everybody's like, they, his people are... Uh, her people walk over and they're like, "Oh, Mickey, we're we're trying to show her how to do that left, you know, the liver punch, and you know." Yeah. And there, there's a couple of, and, and he's he, you could tell he was just like, "This isn't my moment." So they try to like bring him in on it and mm. like, "Hey, we were trying to show her that move," and he's he's awkwardly like backing out, like, "Hey, okay, cool, just here to say hello," and that's not it. Then Connor comes in and does his thing. So my question to you, after unpacking all that, how would you feel? You know what I mean? Like well, that the, to the, me is like the timing in- confuses me <laughs> because at first I was like McGregor, she's got an hour. This is her time. She needs to get in the right, like you said, headspace. She needs to get prepped. Whatever her routine is, she needs to do her routine. I would not anticipate anyone would just sh- anyone would just show up in McGregor's room right. prior to the fight and be like, "Hey, let's photo op because he's the alpha," you right. know. Um, but when if Ward shows up. It's close to the same time. Apparently, it's not that weird. Well, I don't. I don't know. All the, I know is there I don't was two the, videos, uh, and I don't know that it was. It was definitely. I don't know that they were right on top of one another, or or which one came first. I just saw the Ward video first, so I'm assuming he came first. Yeah, I don't know the understood. Under I don't know the understanding of like what time is a good time. Like, what is her? I would think an hour, hour in, 
is her time. Uh, if they both showed up, then that's, I don't know, you have to ask somebody who knows that. Uh, I know anything McGregor does is going to be big and filmed and, and made for a documentary or some kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like anything he does is going to be that way. Uh, I just so like I, that dude couldn't go to McDonald's without it being like what a dick or he's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Because he's such a oh, presence, sure. right? I just felt like I thought if it wasn't like a preordained thing, in my opinion, it's sort of a dickhead thing to do. Now but, I have but no not, problem but not like but she's, both of them, both. For oh, sure. Okay. I just feel like if you're going to if she's walking in. And they catch her in the hallway before she, you know, gets really wrapped up and or before she gets taped up and all that stuff. Cool. And again, she may be totally fine with it. I'm just saying from my perspective, I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, man. especially if a camera crew's coming in there and it's like, you're that big of a presence. It's like, you're bigger than her. And, you know, I know you're trying to shine a light on her and you know that people will show the video of you talking to her, which will sort of expose her more. And be like, oh, well, yeah. because people know you, they didn't even know who Katie Taylor was. Nobody who follows women's boxing. So people see the video. They see you're cool with her. You co-signed on her. Now they're following There might her. be a world where that's a shot in the arm for her. She's about to go out and fight. And these two studs just come in. And she's, I'm going to go out there and kill this right. chick. Which she did. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah. I man, I really don't know. Like, I don't know what the standard protocol is. You know what I mean? It's hard to say. Well, take it take it out of boxing. Showing just, up with a crazy suit. I mean, hey, the man dresses. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Boxing to me, uh, in in that situation, it, it's 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 crazy to do in boxing. But even even look at baseball or any of these other sports where like you're going out there, you're getting ready to compete, and all of a sudden like you're trying to get into that zone and like you know, some celebrity shows up in the locker room and it's like, Hey, Seems it's like, Hey, Hey, hey dude, not the time and place. Like meet me after the game and we'll go out for a beer. Like it's just weird that I think a lot of people feel when you reach that certain level of uh, whether it be sports celebrity or, or movie celebrity or whatever, you can go wherever you want, whenever you want. Hmm. And people have to look at that. Like, Hey, I mean, Hey, this guy didn't have to come it's here. Them. It's yeah. It's, can it's, I go you know, Twitter on you? Yeah. Go ahead. If it was a man, it would have never happened. Why the that? fact that she's a woman, a man just shows up in her locker room and is like, hey, I'm welcome here. I can show up and oh, sure. screw up your pre-ritual. That would have never happened to a man. I believe that. Yeah. I don't think. I, mean, I don't no, think. No, I think that's I don't like, think, maybe. I don't think a female. I'm just showing you what Twitter would do to the exact same thing we just talked about. If, if Conor McGregor was. Maybe it's right. I don't if, know. If he was sitting in his dressing room preparing for the fight and let's say Gina Carano or. Uh, Ronda Rousey or but it's somebody be like someone of huge status, like Cyborg watch, walks in. I mean, Gina Carano was bigger than Cyborg back in, when oh. when she was at the top of her game, and and Ronda Rousey same. I mean, they're all yeah. like, anybody. In I that don't category. think Ronda Rousey walks into McGregor's room, even when he's an up and comer, because of the male female thing. I don't think I don't, you know. I think that females have this uphill battle to where yeah. they're trying to be separate. Like they, they wouldn't do that. It's like I'm not coming in your room. Well, like, it's it, combat sports. You should. It's gonna be an uphill battle, right? I mean, but but those people are both. Let's just say Conor McGregor is 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 retired from boxing. He doesn't mm-hmm. box, so it's it's not really. Though my my whole point in bringing it up, and, and I don't want to I don't want to carry on like forever mm. in a day, but I just feel like I just thought it was really weird in in my eyes when when you are like getting ready to get into combat and somebody else like just shows up and, and sort of just even for a minute takes the energy and shifts yeah. the, 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 the paradigm. There's something about anytime you're trying to get your mind right and someone interrupts it. Case in point this morning, I woke up at 
don't know, six something. And I woke up and I, I, I dicked around. I got this French press. So I'm sitting there Googling how to figure out how to use it. I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to put my small town coffee in this French press and it's taking me way longer than it should. Finally, I get my French press going. Got my coffee brewing. Everything's sitting there. It's like 6.40, right? And I was like, I got Sam Harris's app, the waking up app. It's got guided meditations. I ditched headspace. I'm full in. Sam Harris. I sit on the couch, put my headphones in. I go, we're going to start this day off right. You're up before everybody else. You got French press, local roasted beans. Are you kidding me? 10 minutes of guided meditation. You're going to kill it today. You're going to get after it. I sit down, put my headphones in. I lean against the leather couch, put my feet down. Focus on the breath just for a minute. Okay, we're going to just focus on what's around you. And I hear, mommy, mommy. I hear my kid crying down the hallway, and I was like, all right, she's, she's going to go back to sleep. She'll chill out. She'll chill out. Like, okay, now feel feel the equal, feel the rise in your belly. Feel feel what it does to your body when you breathe in. Mommy, I want a bottle of milk. I want a bottle. I hear my kid crying. I was like, I was like, all right, all right. I, I, I said, don't, don't, don't let it ruin you. I push pause. I quietly walk to my daughter's room. I handle her. She's fine. I put her back to sleep. I go, all right, all right crisis averted right this could have gone wrong i could have been like today's ruined i tried to meditate because dude when you like my point is like when you try to make an effort to get your mind right not just not just someone interrupting your mind when you make an effort to get your mind right not just i woke up in a good frame of mind like i woke up with the intention of making it right i'm in control here you try to make your mind right, and then when you go, just 10 minutes is all I need, and I'll be a better person, and then someone steps on that 10 minutes, it's like kicking it's like kicking the, the leg of your bed on a February morning when it's freezing and your toe is cold, and, and you're just so angry. It's like that, but I smell okay, it. So I, that is to your point. So I walk over, and I, I, I get my kid back to bed, and I go back to the couch, and I go, all right, it got interrupted, but yeah, but get back, get back, redo this. And I sat on the couch, and it's like, okay, now focus on, on, on. Are you the person behind your eyes? Where's the head cover? Like he gets all weird, right? I'm listening to that, and then I hear my wife get up, start blowing her nose, sniffling, and I was like, you know what? Forget it, forget it. And this is just a normal day, with help getting my kids on the bus. If I got a prize fight, and all I say, listen, ten minutes, let me get my mind right. This woman's gonna go out there and try to murder me in the ring. I need to go out there and I need to be like, I need to be one with my movement. Like, you got to really get your head right. And in that 10 minutes, McGregor walks in and goes, who the fuck is that guy? And brings his camera and Mickey Ward's going, hey, remember that fight I had 20 years ago or 30 years ago? Like, you know, it's the same thing. Her and I have the same struggle. Right. Kind of. Her and I have the same challenges. You know who had a challenge? <laughs> exact uh, same challenges. Yesterday or this morning was me because... I had to wake up at 2.20 and get my son um, and all of his, his uh, luggage and everything into the car and drive him over to the middle school parking lot where two giant buses were there to take him and 77 other 8th graders from his junior high school to Midway Oof. and then over to Washington, D.C. That's a lot of Clarisville. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now... <laughs> Why I had this talk with him. Uh, well, well, I, I don't want to try. I don't want to make you feel bad. But around these parts, <laughs> when, when a boy turns or girl turns thirteen or fourteen, 
uh, our school system uh, allows mm-hmm. us to provide a certain amount of uh, cash and our children are whisked away to our nation's capital where they learn. Dude, about- I'm in Casterly Rock now. We go to D.C. <laughs> now. twice a semester. Now. Are you kidding me? Now. I'm talking about before. I go on gilded buses. So anyway, we... Uh, <laughs> so yes. they're going to so D.C. Forever and a day, so when I was his age, I went with the same school. Oh. I went to Washington. Yeah. No, I've heard tell of these things. I've heard so tales of your... He... Uh, I, I had a long talk with him on the way there. I was just like, you know, hey, you're going to be in one of the most violent cities. And, really? and, you know, you he has a cell phone. I mean, obviously, when I was in eighth grade, I didn't have a cell phone. So even today, like, just to skip forward, like, at, at certain point, I was like, I just texted him, like, hey, where are you at? Everything good? Did you remember to take your medicine? Did you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Really? And he's like, yeah. And then he takes a picture. Hey, take me a, take a picture of what you're looking at right now. Takes a picture. Wow. Easy breezy. Like when I was in eighth grade and I Lens. went, my parents were just like, hey, I guess we'll see you when you get, like call us when you get back to the hotel room right. and then we'll see you in a couple of days when you get back. Right. And then, um, I don't know if it was the teachers or the police that had to call my parents from DC because I got in trouble. Um, which I think it was one of those things where they, they went out on a limb letting me go in the first place. <laughs> and you know, it did. They're like, we, we I else? didn't, I wasn't in, so, I didn't get in enough trouble to where they put me on a plane and sent me home early or anything like that. But, um, dang it. The sto- as the story goes, uh, I was inside the Smithsonian and you're not allowed to uh, take flash photography. And the story, I mean, I feel like for all these years, I've, I've mentally blacked it out, and I remembered it one way, where I took a picture with flash photography, and after taking one photograph, the security grabbed me, grabbed my camera, took all the film out of my camera, chastised me, notified the school authority that was with me that I, uh, you know, I took a picture with, with yeah. the flash photography. Turns out, it turns that, out you threw pig's blood on the Lincoln Memorial. The, the more I think of it, it seems like that might be a little overboard on their part. Because, you know, back in those days when you had like a film camera, you had to put, there's like a button on the back of your camera that said like no flash. You had to hold that button down yeah. in order to, I didn't have a flash cube on top. It was like a disc camera or whatever. Yeah, built you know what a disc flash. camera is? Built-in flash, no? It had a built-in flash, but it didn't yeah. have a cube. It didn't have, like, the screw-on cube. No, like a, yeah. So what I'm saying is is on the back of a disc camera, there's a like a like almost like a lever. that you. It has, like, a thumb. Like, to grooves. hold it down. You hold it down, so and it, it stops flashing. So it doesn't automatically flat, pop up. An orange light stops flashing, and yeah. then it, it, it tells the camera, do not shoot flash. Now that I'm thinking about it, what I think probably happened was is I continued to do it after being told to stop. That that makes a lot more sense than being. You wrote minor threat and a sharpie yeah. all over a bunch well, of paintings. Interestingly, that enough that you bring that up because uh, when my son got on the bus, I got an, an email that says someone's signing into your Netflix account from you know an unknown device. Yeah, and so I text him. I said, "Hey, dude, are you signing into Netflix?" He's like, "Yeah, it's you know for later for the plane trip or whatever. We're gonna watch a movie or we're gonna do whatever." And so. I talked about this before as to, you know, when I first started getting into punk rock music and, and uh, getting into music that I liked, uh, that would be a lifelong journey from there forward. Yeah. DC, prior to getting into more mainstream punk rock, although I was skateboarding and, and music was going on while I was skateboarding, I, you know, it just wasn't that big of a part of my life. But I, I can remember being on the bus and I had uh, a buddy of mine had uh, a two DRI tapes the band DRI, Dirty Rotten Imbeciles, of Four of a Kind, and I thrashed on. And those were, I remember getting on the bus 
and put my headphones on and, and I, I had uh, uh, like remember before you were talking about the shoes whatever was popular Airwalks or, or uh, not Airwalks um, Vision Streetwear and, and my mom had gotten me like the bunk version of, of whatever that was <laughs> yeah you got pro and so I remember one of my buddies had skids those pants they're not Zubaz but they're like they're like like real weird print skids were cool dude skids were cool yeah. Zubaz was not cool but skids was cool yeah. but my mom had me like scuds skids you know I had I had Scud like the, the, the missile like. yeah I had like the buster version <laughs> yeah. of skids skids did the overalls like they were very big on plaid overalls and you'd like you'd hook the arm definitely not cool but maybe you'd, for the time well like it like uh like the uh what was it called cross color yeah Cross color, like you, like if you wore skids and you put both arm things down, mm-hmm. you were dope as shit, man. My mom gave me like a fifty or hundred bucks to have it for, you know, in case of emergency in Vegas, or excuse me, for <laughs> I didn't go to Vegas, in case of an emergency when I got to DC. Oh, you were from the high first garden. thing I did when I got off the bus when we had a little free time was I went to a like Bad Boys Toys esque place and bought <laughs> bought skids, but shoes and a skids or an outfit, a skids. T-shirt. I bought something that I could have bought here at the at the mall instead I mean, of buying. This was like, like for food and souvenirs, and you bought clothes. Yeah, because I was like immediately I got away from Dang. and I I tossed my my bunk gear, and I had fr- I had a white skid shirt, you know, with the it had like the uh, the sign. Yeah, the skid sign where it's sign a car skidding like, or whatever. Yeah, like and, caution, yes. slippery when wet, but and, not Bon Jovi. And then uh, skids pants to match. And I think I wore those the entire time. You I was spent in, your per diem on the DRI, wearing my skids pants. You spent your per diem on baller shit. Yeah, first day all gone. And then my wife. What'd you uh, eat? I mean, the school that's all paid for. So like you just oh. eat, you eat with the school. So they like, wanted you to spend that money on wax molds of the memorial to, br- to bring stuff back. Yeah. yeah, like shot glasses with toothpicks in them. Probably it was like don't spend any of it unless you need like a phone card or you know back then yeah. uh, you know you needed more film for your camera to They're take like, these pictures. It'd be pictures nice. It'd be forever. nice if you brought this back. But in case right. you see something you fall in love with, like a skids outfit. So I remember. But that's uh, but you're you're a hardcore punk. That's not yeah. hardcore punk at all. This was before that. This is eighth grade. This was okay. this this transition. This is where it began. You're eighth grade, probably this, like my sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Th- this happens uh, in eighth beginning of eighth grade, first semester, and then so that changeover happens right after I get back from from DC. This other kid comes to town and and I meet him and and he introduces me to all this music. This and is I making. Get but so I just took you back a little bit farther. But the one thing is, uh, no, I love it. It's like seeing like a prequel. It's like watching the <laughs> Star Wars before Vader goes nuts. I I definitely spent my money unwisely, and so we gave my my mom gave my my kid a couple a couple of bucks to to take uh, to DC, and my wife and me gave him she gave him some cash, and my wife and me gave him a fifty dollar prepaid gift card, like a credit card. You know what happens? Like, dude, don't. Yeah, whatever. Buy buy souvenirs or you know break in case of emergency. He's gonna buy a Fetty Wap concert tour shirt. He wasn't there for two hours, and he sent a picture of a (laughs) Russian. He bought a Russian hat, like a like one of those like the furry. And my wife was so like Khabib wears. Yes, my wife kind of like that. But it has like a Russian emblem on the. My wife was so angry. She's like, like, first of all, what the hell does this have to do with Washington? And That's second right. of all, like, why are you buying? And he's like, oh, it's ten bucks. So he just couldn't. So I know he's in Washington right now, walking around with a Russian hat on. I wish I had a way to send him some skids just uh, to bring him back in them. Oh, so great, so great. And so I just, I was, I like laughed. Father, she like, was like son. she was trying to tell me how irritated she was about it, and I was like, listen. 
he, my mom gave him some throw around cash. It's his to do with Ten bucks whatever he wants, man. For... Lay off, and she just like, you're you're stupid, and he's stupid, <laughs> and I don't understand. Like, why would you buy that? I'm like, what do you want him to buy? I mean, none of these cities gonna bring back to the matter too many. It's all gonna be dumb, but a babushka will be forever. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't think there's a problem. With so. It. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, he has that. And, I love that um, it's so silly. It's like, what could you, be responsible with this money, like, be good with it. And within 10 minutes, he buys the most ridiculous Probably hat. at the airport, you know? <laughs> he buys the most, and you go to the Capitol, yeah. there's a sweet irony that he goes to the Capitol and buys Russian wear. There's, yeah. there's a sweet, yeah, there's something, there's something you know what Twitter there. would do with that? Well, I Dude, actually you would get dumped at least twice if you did that. We had like four or five hours on, <laughs> I think the Saturday or Sunday we were there to go off with our little our little buddy group. So there was like four guys to a hotel room, oh my and God. we were able to just meander around the camp museum campus. Well, right off the museum campus, and I, I wish I would have re- looked at the name of it, but there was like a famous um, like park area. Not not like dense with woods or anything, but like an area where people, I guess, would go and and uh, it's got like a huge concrete pad and like steps and all this. So people go eat their lunch there and they sit they sit there and they enjoy the day. And um, a lot of skateboard videos are shot there, so we knew right. that going there. So we took our four our four or five hours and we were like, yeah, we're not going to go back and check out the Smithsonian again or or the you know, Washington Monument or any of this. But we are going to go watch uh, all these skateboarder shoot videos. So that's what we did. When we were that's there. pretty cool. Um, so we'll see. I told him I was like, dude, just just have fun. Don't get in any trouble while you're in Washington because you know I can't help you. We're, I'm way over here and you're way over there. So uh, I'm hoping he does something, you know, not not too crazy, but something that he will, he'll remember like I'm remembering. I mean, otherwise, like, what's the point? You're like, listen, when it comes to Russian hats, max out at one. <laughs> right. Here's here's I'm what's hope, co- I'm actually hoping he gives it to me. When he gets you're like, cool. here's what's cool. Buying a Russian hat is all right. Like buying two. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like if they're in different, if they're two different colors, it's okay. Yeah, don't be crazy. Just get one. One's enough for any mere mortal. That's enough. That's yeah. enough. I don't know. Thought I was doing a good thing. I thought I was greasing the wheels of society. I thought I moved to Casterly Rock. I thought this is how things go down. Nobody knows what that means. They know what it means. Nobody knows what that means. Nobody knows what that means. Casterly Rock is a Game of Thrones turns term. That's where the Lannisters come from. I moved to Munster. I've made no, I've made, I've, I've not minced words about this. I've moved to the land of milk and honey, correct? I'm only two houses in, but still it counts. Zip codes don't lie. Um, so we've been remodeling already. Basement's gutted. I've already had a guy come and do three pickup trucks, pickup trucks full of debris removal. Um, We've had tons of garbage. And so every week when the garbage guy comes, dude, I've there's toilets out there. There's big pieces of drywall. There's cans full of tiles. There's just tons of... of, of, of the guy's supposed to come and get two cans, mm-hmm. right? But when he comes to my house, he's got like five cans, extra stuff sitting on the side, bags of heavy things. So I feel bad. I talk to my neighbor. My neighbor says, hey, listen... When the garbage guy comes to me, uh, you know, I slip him a 20. I give him a little extra bread here and there. He goes, and then he, he don't care if I throw an extra couple of cans. He takes care of me. I take care of him. I say, okay, 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 all right. That's how things are done here. I get it. I get it. I can, all right, oh, oh, oh poor stock can assimilate. 
copy that, Roger. So I say, perfect. I got a plan. As I say, I've been remodeling. Tons of stuff's been out there. I feel bad. For the past couple weeks, I've been going to work and giving my wife some money. I said, when you see the garbage guy, slip him this 20. Tell him, hey, sorry about the extra stuff. Make it worth your while. Now that you're in Munster, you don't have her just flashing your it's... No, okay. it, no. In in Munster, that I guess that's so routine that money's the only mm. thing that walks. So, so I keep saying give, although if that's gonna save me twenty dollars, <laughs> but I keep saying give the garbage guy twenty dollars, and it, she keeps missing him. It's not happening. So I'm off today. He's coming. I say, when this dude gets here, I'm gonna give him this twenty, and I'm gonna help him throw this heavy stuff. I'm gonna help him hump the heavy. You know, I'm gonna hurt his back. Nobody wants your help. Just let him do their job, dude. Look, you want to throw you want to throw a toilet in a dumpster by yourself. You know how heavy those are. I mean, throw a tank a tank in the bowl, dude. They're heavy. All right, go on. I, they don't want my help, you know they? No. You want? What's easier, lifting a toilet by yourself or that, two but, people? But I don't know. My my uh, my garbage man has a pneumatic arm, so he copy that. Anything. But I'm just thinking this guy wants my help, so he pulls up. He's on the other side of the street. He's not doing my side yet. But I'm gonna um, have to run a poll after people listen to this to see if that's anyone not a bad idea. But I, so I'm gonna make contact with this guy. He's on the other side of the street. I run up to him. I got this twenty dollar bill in my pocket. I'm ready to grease the wheels. But I don't want to run up like it's uh, like an eighth grade birthday party where I'm just jutting out the twenty at him. So I run up and I say, "Hey, man!" Uh, and he, he's already got his glasses. Like you know how crazy people can't wear hats or mm-hmm. glasses, like I mean, like in the correct manner. Yeah, yes. like crazy people try to wear hats and glasses, but they're always slightly askew. Mm-hmm. Like like you would say to a crazy person, "Dude, what's up with your glasses?" And they will go, "What? What are you talking about?" And you would see clearly, like you could see one eyebrow and one's covered fully by the right, right eye and uh it was like that and as soon as i saw it i was like oh shit you look like gg allen dude <laughs> yeah it's feces smeared so i look at him and i was like oh i'm going up against this this is gonna be tough i see the way he's wearing his glasses and he had a cigarette dangling from his mouth and i go all right all right ben you're gonna need your a game on this and i walked up and i said hey man i got some heavy stuff over there i go but dude i, I i'll uh, i'll help you throw it in man no big deal and i start offering my assistance and he immediately doesn't take, not only does he not take or want my assistance, he goes, dude, you got to get a dumpster. He's like, comes crazy at me, right? He goes crazy, he goes, dude, you got to get a dumpster. And I go, well, I mean, it's just a couple things. I, I'm going to defensive mode. I go, it's just a couple things. I'll help you. I'll help you hump them. He goes, it's been forever. He looks at me with his cockeyed glass. He goes, it's been forever. Now, I haven't lived there forever. I just So you in. know he wakes up in the morning for the last two or three weeks, <laughs> and he's like, he knows that that's, that that's the day of the week that he's got to come past your house. And then he's like, this fucking guy. As he's coming around the corner, he goes, hey, maybe this will be the week this guy's, oh, here we go. And then now on top of it, now you come out. Now, he ha- now he's got a face behind it. Right, and you're right. out there jovial with a stupid smile on your face, like a Labrador retriever. It's like Nick Cage and Con Air when he's in jail. He's Xing out the days till he gets to my house. So, yeah, he's probably like, for once, I hope this house just has a normal. God damn it. No, they don't. Oh, here he comes. Here Is he wearing pajama pants? So I say, hey, and he goes, dude, it's been forever. Those are skids. <laughs> they're, they're scuds. So he goes, it's been forever. Now. Now, he, now I've tried to offer assistance twice. He's come at me a little crazy twice. So I go, well, it, 
Don't you ma- you wish you would have made that second jujitsu class? Oh, I made three. Right. I right. made three, and I made enough to. Uh, I feel confident I can arm drag this guy and okay. choke him out. Not confident, but I'm certainly what I'm going to try to uh, do. Okay. It's my plan B. <laughs> if yeah, the mo- have that PMA. If the money doesn't work out, it's plan B. So I now now he's coming at me a little crazy, and I go, because like he hit a nerve, and I go, well, it hasn't been forever. It's been a couple weeks, you know. And he goes, it's been forever, dude. <laughs> well, they they you know they they live in dog years. Garbage man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like to me, thirty-five years I've been doing this street. Well, my thing. Is, let me stop you here though, real quick, John <laughs> please, Madden style. Please. You he says in an irritated way, it's been forever. You reply, eh, it really hasn't been forever. Did you expect him to go? Uh, you know what? You're right. It hasn't been forever. What'd you need, bud? I mean, at that point, you have to read it. Just... <laughs> He's not. Going, yeah. No, that's it. I was just. I'm just trying you're, to. You're not wrong, but. But if you're going to throw that accusation, it's been forever. I mean, forever is a relative term, and I would. I would argue. But that. then he doubled down and he said he corrected you. He's and like, said, no, 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 no. It's not been forever. Weeks, but but I'm like it. But it has been two weeks. So so now we got like. Look, I'm offering my help, and he doesn't know this. I'm offering my 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 brute strength and my humongous muscles, right? Huge muscles. And twenty dollars is what I'm. I'm coming to the table, going help and twenty dollars. You you talking dumpsters? It's been forever. No, it hasn't. So now I'm a little bit miffed, and he's like, "Yeah, it's been forever." And now his glasses have changed eyeballs. <laughs> and you're taking that twenty that you had perfectly squared up in palm, yeah, be- and trying to put it back in your pocket, like you ain't you ain't getting the twenty. Yeah, the because I had singles too. Oh, okay. so I had to single this one out. So I would grab. I didn't want to hand him a one. I want to hand him a twenty. So I hit it like in a different part of the pocket. So now I look at him. His glasses are cocked the other way. Now I can see all of his left eye and his right eye is covered like TLC. And I was like, "Whoa, dude!" So I go, "Well, I mean, yeah, dude. We just we did just move in. We're doing a little bit of remodeling." I go, "But but but I'll, I'll help you." And he's like, "Like now I wanted to offer him the money, but he's just come at me crazy twice." So I'm like, I, I, like, it's like if you wanted to give your waiter a tip and he goes, here's your food, asshole. Like, like, what do you do? Right. So I was like, um, he goes, I'll be back in an hour. That's it. And he gets in his truck and he pulls off. So I go up to the wife and I go, well, that that didn't go well. That didn't go real great. She's like, what did you do? And I go, I tried to offer him the 20. He insulted me. I got crazy. She's like, you just get mad when people don't respect you. And they got this whole thing. That's usually what hell works. With most people, <laughs> with me and her, and I go, oh, it's gonna help this guy. And she's like, then you come back in an hour. You be back here in an hour. You help him hump that stuff, and you give him that twenty, and you make it right. And I was like, why do I gotta make it right? He's a garbage man. She's like, dude, you don't mess with the guys that do the garbage. You make this right. And I was like, no, nah, man, he's he's coming at me crazy. Now he can throw my toilet in for free and enjoy being a garbage man. He can go to hell. But then she brought up a good point. She's like, listen, the lady that moved out before we bought this house probably purged a bunch of stuff. So for two, three weeks, he's coming here every week. It's lined. He goes, then we move in. We pull carpet. We throw carpet out, drywall, toilets, wood. She goes, it really has probably been months of this guy throwing stuff every week, like you said, waiting for one week. Just let me use the machine, the pneumatic hand. Let me dump this cannon once. And every week he goes, 
again. And, he, and then he has to do his Sam Harris meditation. And then his wife say. calls during the meditation yeah. and ruins it for him. So I came back. Um, now I just missed him. I come back. I pull up. I, <laughs> I see the dude. I come back in an hour. I see the flashing lights of the dump truck. And I go, perfect. Cause I, dude, I timed it. Like I was there in an hour. I see the flashing yellow lights of the dump truck. I fl- I'm flying down the street trying not to get a ticket because I'm blowing stop signs. I'm going down there. And I, I see him and I pull up. And I was like, I'm going to help him whether he likes it or not. I'm going to pick up this toilet, this old toilet. I'm going to throw it in there. And I'm going to be like, see, bitch. And I'm going to give him his 20. It's all gone. Everything is Every speck of it's My curb is spotless. So now I feel like a jerk, right? I got to. So he, he pulls away from my he goes a block down I chase him down I go down a block I park behind him and I get out and he's going to another person's house who's got shit scattered like the bag tore there's scattered garbage all over the street he's picking up this garbage again not in the can the way he's his boss probably thinks hey you pick up the can it's not hard but he knows it's way harder than that and I run up to him this time I got the 20 Exposed. Like the eighth grader exposed going to the party, I am like uh, like an Empire of the Sun when he holds that flag up for the plane to come down. I run out first thing. That's why I'm like, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. So first thing he's gonna see is the money. That'll that'll do something. It'll ease the pain. And I give him the twenty, and he's like, nah. And he looks at me, he's like, shakes his head, like I don't want your money. But I but here's the here's the moral of the story. I wanted your respect. Here's the. <laughs> With a K. Here's the moral of the story. Similar to the Indian woman in the car. This was going to be something good and it ended up being something bad. And I said, it's same with the Indian lady driving the car when she cut me off and I was mad. I said, screw this garbage guy, man. He didn't want to take my help or my money. And I pulled him. I pulled it to him. I gave him the money. He goes, no. And I go, hey, listen. I go, my wife brought up a good point. I didn't realize you really have been throwing shit off my curb for a couple months I go I didn't think about that earlier when we talked I go so I feel bad about it and I want you to know that I did hire a, a guy with a pickup truck and I've paid him 200 bucks and he's taken three big loads out of my garage so I was like so I want you to know I have been trying I did so I didn't just throw all my stuff on the curb like I'm making other arrangements I go so sorry about the hassle man here's 20 bucks just take it the, the, the dude, all of a sudden, his glasses fit perfectly. All, all of a sudden, his cigarette popped out of his mouth and he looked way healthier. <laughs> and he was like, no worries, man. It's cool. Totally cool. I would... Turned it around. I don't know what I would... I would pay a lot of money to have that guy on the podcast and get his, his version of the story. <laughs> He's like, so this psychopath <laughs> chases me down in my truck. He's got scuds on. <laughs> He's got a lot of balls. He's wearing a hyper color shirt. <laughs> I don't even know where he found it. All yeah, all he had to do was send his wife out to show me them. Yeah, it would have been. Forget the twenty. I wanted her. To I heard pre- about his old garbage man. That remember you had the homeless guy that you're the ball. All I wanted his wife was to press him against the glass, and I would have tossed that toilet in happily. <sighs> but but here's the moral, dude. This Do you is, remember what happened though with my garbage man? Obviously, you don't listen when we podcast because it's I been told, a while. I had a long. Well, I moved, but mm. uh, I, I had to get reassigned. I had to buy a new house to get away from my garbage man because he. <laughs> he <laughs> That's right. He would dump my garbage out and leave my cans in the middle of the street. He would put uh, everyone else's back on because I confronted him one time and I got in his ass and he was like, "You know what? 
no problem. But he he he. he but got, see, you won that battle. How that war work out? Yeah, not? exactly. So that's your wife is right on this one. It's almost and and I can tell you here, for example, if you have that much garbage, you can't even put it. You're not even allowed to put it all out. No, the city doesn't want you putting that shit on right. the curb. But I did it and thought I'd grease the wheels. Yeah. But now, what you should have done was dispersed some of that at your neighbor's house. A little bit of yours, a little bit of your neighbor's. Each person gets a couple yeah. rolls of carpet. Yeah. That's smart. That's real smart. It's all the same burnt mm-hmm. orange. But, dude, this is two weeks in a row. Life lessons. Two weeks in a row where it, my impulse is to go, screw that person. Let's go head to head. Let's fight. I'm going to win this. Both times, I was surprised by how... You catch more bees with honey? Mm. Is that how that goes? And no good deed goes unpunished. In the way yeah. that you're trying to serve up your good deed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but 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 literally, though, two weeks in a row, I've been angry, and then I've tried another method, and I've been rewarded. So it's like how much... Someone told me once about cardio. They said, uh, a guy I work with said, cardio is not about like how strong you are or how well you can run. It's about how much suffering you can take. Like when you run on the treadmill, it's not hard to keep moving your hips and legs. You just keep running them. Like, yeah, I mean, it's difficult. But like, it's not like squatting 300 pounds. Like right. like you can or you can't lift that weight. Uh, it's a mental, 100% mental game, not yes. a physical game. It's it's When it comes to cardio, it's how much... How long are you willing to suffer? This sucks. This sucks bad. It doesn't suck so bad that you can that that you'll stop. Like it doesn't suck so bad that your body can't do it. It right. sucks so bad that you don't want to do it. So, uh, it's 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 kind of like that. It's like how much are you willing to suffer to get your way? You know what I'm saying? Like two weeks in a row, I've been like, dude, there's another way to. Like, how much are you willing to eat of your ego? Like, can your ego take a hit? Because if it can, if you could suffer more, you'll be a happier dude. Well, I think that uh, it's it's not going to end this week. Not next week. <laughs> not the week after that. But sometime in the far the far off future, you're going to get it right. And I feel like you have to put yourself out there uh, in order to get it wrong. In order, I mean, Wait you can't do everything right on the first try. You I know. got dumped by. But a I feel dude. like again, you should listen to the stories that I've had and not make the same mistakes I've made. Well, um, you're love right. your you're garbage, right about man. that. You're right about that. But here's the thing: I got dumped by a dude today, but then I met another dude. That's right. This is a garbage, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ask him what his Twitter handle was? I was like, "Hey, bro." He's like, I don't want to do Twitter. You're like, like, listen, I'll set up your Twitter account. Just give I'll... me a good email address. <laughs> I'll take a good picture. I'll take a couple pictures. We'll look through them next week. I was like, please tell me you're the farthest left garbage man I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is episode 194 of the Hayman Man podcast. We'll see you next time. Later.
Victoria, just like a morning dove. Yeah! There's no glory.